Hey, if you want to support this podcast, go over to anchor.fm slash drive safe text when home. But what you could do totally free, go over to Apple podcast and give, give me a rating. Like, you know, like maybe like a simple five star and say, this is the greatest podcast on the planet. You know, just something like along those lines, that'd be sick. But yeah, it, it definitely helps go up in the charts and all that fun stuff. So please, if you could do that, that would be sick. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hey, what's up? Uh, this is a podcast and I'm here with. Ashley Levine, and uh, I'm the a guitar player and vocalist for Thin. Heck yes, dude. Oh, dude. Okay, so like, I've been wanting to talk to like you, you guys, just anyone from Thin for a while, a while now, <laughs> and like, um, j- just because You're the first person I've ever heard say that. <laughs> 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 That's, that's perfect, dude. Dude, no, it's all good. good. I was paid to say it, so it's 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 even okay. better. Uh, okay, great. <laughs> this podcast is, is sponsored by you know, by, by twelve gauge. Actually, they they told me. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, dude, no, like uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, I heard about you guys through uh, Rob Smith of Heavy Low, and because I saw him post about you guys, and I was like. Oh man, okay. Well, I love his band. Let me check this out. And then I was like, "Oh my god, I I understand why he posted." I was like, right off the bat, like, "Yeah, you guys are like really fucking dope." So, I was just really I'm just really stoked to be able to talk to to talk to you. Oh man, that thank you so much. That, that <laughs> means a lot. Uh uh yeah, um but yeah, I was you know, I was going to say anyway that Rob is Robbie's a big reason why we, uh, you know, have had some uh, some success and some, you know, some good things happen. He really, you know, did a lot, and he's the man. So, dude, fucking a, yeah, dude, Love yeah, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. And like, how did you guys even get like hooked hooked up with him, or like, did did he just find you randomly, or like, yeah, how did it all happen? That's a great question. I, you know, I would ask Robbie. I honestly, I don't know. I just. <laughs> I just like saw like I can't remember you know it was probably an Instagram or something I saw he like posted that he bought a tape or something like that and I'm just like whoa this is the guy from Heavy Heavy Lilo <laughs> fucking a no fucking way and it was just like a really cool thing and that's kind of all I thought but then you know uh, I you know the, the the tapes were selling well and stuff and I felt good about the the record and uh, which is called Dawn it's a uh, this uh, our, our our only LP, first LP. And I felt good about it, and so I hit up Twelve Gauge because I'm like, oh yeah, Robbie, Twelve Gauge, boom. And uh, I guess Robbie had been talking to uh, Jihad, who who runs Twelve Gauge anyway, and so it was kind of really perfect timing for everybody. And uh, it was just yeah, it, timing is was really crucial for that, but also doesn't doesn't hurt to obviously have Robbie <laughs> in your corner. But uh, but yeah, man, it was it was really just like fortunate. Um, that all happened and and also during a pandemic because you know we had it all kind of done and ready to release and we released a single in like early March and then the pandemic hit and then it's like wow okay well it's not gonna be shows it's not gonna be shit so let's but whatever and and it turned out to be like like really great you know despite I I think like uh, 
generally speaking, like music sales and merch and stuff has been like the best it ever has been because yeah. of like the lockdown stuff. People have just been like hungry for that. So I guess that's like kind of, you know, what one example of that. I think that that maybe helped us a little bit. And uh, not that, not that the pandemic was a good thing, but <laughs> you know, it, it like, yeah, I mean, you know, people wanted to, uh, they were, they were hungry for music. And so I'm, I'm glad that we were part of that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, man. So that's kind of like what happened. It was just wild. Damn. So that was spring of 2020. Damn, dude. And and also just knowing that like he had also been talking to him and, and you would message him at the same time. That that just, dude, to me, like Heavy Heavy Lolo is like like one of my like all-time favorite bands. And to know that like like he was just like, dude, these bands, are, this band's dope. Like tr- you should put them out. And then you also, dude, oh, that's so badass, dude. Yeah, it was, man, yeah, it was just really surprising and cool and uh, surreal. It still is surreal. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's wild that we got to press, like, a vinyl and stuff. It's just, it's all really, really wild and cool, and we still haven't fucking played a show since before any of that happened, which is also really wild. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, we feel really fortunate, and uh, we're, yeah, excited to, like, play and hopefully tour and do all that that fun stuff we're trying to start you know the rum the rumblings are starting to try to figure stuff out and i see shows being announced and booked and it's really exciting i'm i really want to go to a show heck yeah dude and like dude i dude same here and like also i saw that you guys actually like booked your first show on the 17th like how <laughs> how was how was like doing that for the first time again like it, that, that seems crazy yeah uh we uh our friend Shay and uh, a great band called DB Cooper from uh, upstate New York. He's he's kind of lives around Ghent, you know, Ghent, Albany, that kind of general area. Oh, okay. And, uh, and uh, yeah, he I guess he has a house out there, kind of uh, in a more rural, I guess Ghent or you know around there. And um, he just was like, dude, let's let's do it, let's do a show. And it's us and another band called. Uh, my God, I'm totally blanking. Uh, the, uh, the death, death of, of Gaia. Death of Gaia. Yeah, death of Gaia. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, I just, uh, I just rolled a J. So you know, things are just. Uh, <laughs> it was a, it was a long, it was a long day. You know, got to relax a little bit. Um, of course. But uh, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it's just it's just like a homey show at a house, and it's really, I think it's a fun way to kind of get back into the swing of things. Uh, very kind of just fun, low pressure just thing upstate which would be nice i'm sure it'll be you know upstate's upstate new york is just kind of nice um so yeah it's it's yeah we were basically shay from db cooper said hey play this show and uh camp out and let's just fucking hang out and also it, it coincides with uh fuck it coincides with day one of the days of the i think day three of mathcore index fest oh no and way. so yeah, and so I guess I don't know. I guess maybe I can't. I don't know when exactly that's going to be broadcast, but we're going to screen. You know, project it there. We'll screen it there too. Well, you know, I don't know if it's going to be simultaneous to the bands playing or like maybe it'll. T- I, I'm assuming it'll be a different. It'll take place at different times, but in any event, that'll be cool. We'll like kind of like watch some of the MCI fest and then play, and it'll be a, a good time. Heck yeah, dude! And like. 
Oh, dude, so, like, you, you you guys can basically just say you were on tour. You had the Math Core show, and then you have that one, dude. Th- there you go. First to- tour of the year, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's 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 going to be... It's cool. It's 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 a good way to kind of start out. And actually, we uh, are about to f- film our set. Oh, uh, sick. We're going... We're going to... I mean, I, I wonder, I guess this will probably come out after that will already happen, but it, whatever, it doesn't even matter when it comes <laughs> out, but uh, out there in podcast land. Um, but basically, uh, and on July 3rd, we are recording at Timber Studios in New Jersey, and um, that's uh, run by, I think his name's Adam Ch- I'm blanking on his name. His name's Adam, and he plays in a bunch of great bands, one of which is uh, called Gatherers. Oh, like okay. party smasher and he runs a really rad studio and uh and uh i've actually never been there before but i hear great things um uh and yeah so we're gonna do uh, our live our quote-unquote live set there i mean we're gonna you know it's gonna be live like video and audio but that's what we will be broadcasting during the mci best and uh it's gonna be cool yeah um typically we do stuff at backroom studios also so timber studios is in new jersey it's in um jersey city and we but prior to this we've done like everything at backroom studios in rockaway new jersey uh with our boy scott moriarty and he's just the homie and man it's so much fun to go there but uh but yeah we uh you know we just want to kind of take this opportunity to try something a little bit different heck yeah see what happens and uh yeah also yeah and so but it's it's jersey city so it's real close to new york city where we're all kind of living and uh I'm actually not from the city. Uh, I grew up in like Florida. Oof. Uh, but my but, uh, Fernando, the drummer, and uh, Andrew, the bass player, are native New Yorkers, so they got that cred for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just the piece of shit Floridian. Piece. But I mean, I'm a New Yorker. I've been I, I haven't been back in Florida since like 2010 or something. So I, oh, you know, I've been I've yeah. been here a long time. So. Yeah. So you're 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 basically you're from New York, dude. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, actually. Yeah, I guess no. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So uh, <laughs> they got they got the real cred. The and the rhythm section, you know, they hold it down anyway. Yeah. Like, without them, I'm just I'm just flailing about, just playing a bunch of garbage, a bunch of bullshit. Dude, um, that's the best thing to play. Yeah, so yeah, yeah never never dog on that, dude. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, they I guess they allow me to do that. So <laughs> they're uh, yeah. That's very so, kind. Yeah, they, they hold it down. They, yeah, exactly. They're they're very they're very kind, very polite, very gentle. Even though the the rhythm section is thunderous, yeah, <laughs> uh, yet tight. Um, but uh, but yeah, we're, we're really excited to go to Timber Studios uh, and uh, do yeah do like a live thing. We so we we actually did something similar. So with the pandemic it's like man what do we do it's uh you can't play shows i guess bands are doing these live kind of set things yeah uh, that they you know put on their youtube or whatever and that's kind of been replacing shows at that at least at that point and so we did something like that at backroom studios which i had mentioned that's where we recorded our ep and then the lp and we uh, recorded some things that are coming out uh you know Maybe this year, next year. Uh, but anyway, we recorded a live kind of video thing uh, for the Global Grindcore Alliance Festival, which um, was surreal. Also, just amazing. Can't believe that we were able asked to do that. But yeah, that was a like a 
that was like a two day kind of thing where it's just like the gnarliest, like most awesome grind bands, active grind bands around. Um, just like from all over the globe, just fucking set after set, just pummeling. And we were part of that. So we, uh, yeah, we did the live kind of set thing, uh, there. And, uh, that was last year and that was a ton of fun. And, uh, and, oh, uh, and Robbie actually edited that. He put it all together. Um, oh yeah. We sent him the footage and he, yeah, it's on, you know, it's, you can, you can search, uh, thin global grind core and that'll, it'll probably pop up. It's like a, a YouTube video and, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, we, <clears throat> so the, the camera, the, the mobile cam, the camera guy was like all up in our faces and all up in our shit. And that's what we wanted. We wanted like a really kind of confrontational video. And yeah. we didn't use the still cam stuff because we were just kind of like, meh, it's kind of just like whatever. But, yeah. uh, Robbie, we asked Robbie to kind of use the still cam, uh, footage to, and just kind of like, l- like layer it together in, in between songs when it, cause in between songs, we, we had like, uh, text that introduced the, the name of the song. And, and, and during that, it was kind of like this interstitial, like, like mashup of all of us, kind of all of our still cams like together. And so that made it kind oh, of interesting. Cool. And, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, like I, Robbie fucking killed it with that. And, uh, you know, I, he had to fucking ma- match live sound to all the video and stuff. And it was a lot of stuff and he did a really great job and was super patient and man, Robbie, uh, if you ever listen to this, you are the fucking man. I can't wait till if we can fucking meet one day and just chill and smoke a day and do whatever. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, man, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun and it was fun again, working with, with him. Uh, just, yeah. So, so yeah, we're going to do that again for the math core index best. So I'm hoping it'll be similarly kind of in your face, but maybe hopefully a little, a little something a little different. We'll see. Heck we're, yeah. we're aiming for just something similar but different, I guess. Dude, and like because I because I was gonna totally ask about the uh, the Global Grindcore uh, Alliance fast because I like I remember seeing you guys like seeing that it, you you guys announced it and then I was like oh sick and then I just totally forgot to like tune in that day and I just automatically thought like oh well it's not up anymore so knowing that I'm gonna definitely have to go back and watch it that's so sick. Yeah, man, we put it up uh, and. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it was a lot of fun, and um, <clears throat> it's <clears throat> our our boy Scott again at Backroom Studios mixed the, the, the live sound and it sounds really good, and it's cool. It's kind of cool to hear the songs, you know, that way because yeah. they're you know as, as opposed to the the, the records. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's I was, yeah, I was kind of like pleasantly surprised. Like we we you know we got it pretty close, but it's still it's still live and it has its quirks and its little things here and there. But I was but I was yeah I was I was pleasantly surprised because <laughs> I, I don't know how this is gonna sound. I it was also also because when we recorded that we had not played together in like so long because the pandemic hit. Yeah, and I actually I actually had a a, ch- a baby. My my wife had a baby and uh, a daughter, and so I you know I was kind of taking time and uh so all summer went by and spring and summer went by and then finally like in september we kind of crammed in a few practices to get our set back into shape oh wow and then we were and then we recorded that and i was like you know kind of like fingers crossed that it comes out okay because i played <laughs> yeah, like we kind of yeah uh, but yeah and it was cool and and similarly uh we, you know, we, the pandemic fucking spiked again. Cause that was October when we recorded that. Oh, okay. So the pandemic, the pandemic spiked again in over the holiday, January, February or whatever. And 
we had uh, studio time booked at Backroom again for uh, March, the end of March, and we we couldn't meet because, uh, yeah, it was just fucked. Um, and so I was like, I downloaded Logic, and I was just trying to teach myself how to do basic shit, and I would send them tracks, and uh, Fernando and Andrew would meet and try to make a semblance of like a song with what I made, and we kind of went into the studio flying by the seat of our pants, but like again, came together, and it was like, fucking awesome um and now and now we're finally like practicing regularly and stuff because things are hopefully getting better but uh yeah but yeah but like yeah it had been very very little like actual in-person time and practice before we actually did some of these like really kind of gnarly and you know quote-unquote important things yeah (laughs) and uh so far so far so good i guess um I were you know we we were happy with the the recording the the studio time we had with Scott uh, this past March of 2021. Um, we have a couple splits coming out, and uh, I don't know exactly when. And uh, uh, but yeah, but you know, uh, but yeah. So yeah, we have we recorded some songs and came out. I think yeah i was pleasantly surprised so yeah it's yeah it's been it's been a really interesting a really interesting year and change and thank fuck shows are coming back i cannot wait to just like i've been to a couple little like like i, I went to new paltz for my uh sister-in-law yeah her graduation and the, like a college band played outside and i was like oh man live music finally something but like i kind of like you know i still haven't gotten my like real fix like at uh you know, St. Vitus or one of the yeah. bars around here or something like the actual, like, you know, a good, like a good, yeah. Like whatever a, show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like I haven't gotten like a, like a beer spilled on me yet. I <laughs> do. <Dude, laughs> that, that's so, like, that's like the christening of new shows happening. It, yeah. I feel like it. So <laughs> Dude. Uh, I'm really, I'm really excited. I, Oh, speaking of that, I got uh, tickets to, the decibel uh, metal and beer fest which is happening in philadelphia in the end of september and that i am so fucking excited for that's it's um it's a two-day thing and uh i guess yeah it's, it's sponsored by a bunch of fucking beer companies or whatever so i guess there'll be beer and stuff there which is fine i mean i'm happy about that but the it's gonna be napalm death playing what their first their first like two or the first though no so not their i don't think their first uh albums come but they're like second third and fourth material from like their third second third and fourth albums on like a saturday with another bunch of like amazing bands and then the next day on sunday it's going to be converge playing jane doe and uh pig destroyer playing prowler in the yard it's just like my favorite bands like playing the best shit ever and and on top of that like the bands that are supporting are just like amazing too like bloody incantation uh our homies and died choking who are just man just <laughs> amazing <clears throat> just so i mean it's gonna be a lot of fun so that was announced like last month or you know a couple months ago and i feel like that's when stuff was opening up and people just went nuts I'm like oh my god i can't wait for that so i think it was something that was rescheduled a couple times too dude of all the stuff dude so I, i'm really excited for that i looked up that dude that 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 flyer is unreal dude like right oh my dude just just knowing pig destroyers give me prowler like oh damn dude that's so and like, yeah. oh my god <laughs> that is so sick it's just god tier like, <laughs> it really stuff is. from like the best bands 
So, holy shit, yeah. dude! Let's and, see if I survive. Yeah, <laughs> dude, and even dead guys playing. Holy fuck, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot, man. I, yeah, exactly. The flyers aren't in front of me, but I've just there, there's yeah many bands that I forgot to mention. But it's really yeah, dead guy, dude. Fucking a, bro. That's on, dude. Oh my god, I'm so ah. You you were you were quite lucky that you were over there because that would be so much fun to go to. <laughs> Oh yeah, if this is something, I mean, you know, there are definitely times when stuff happens on the West Coast, like yeah. locust, like locust shows, yes. stuff like that, where I'm just like, I am so jealous. Like, I just can't. Like, my, it's funny. My, uh, a guy I used to play uh, in a band with, uh, Josh. He he moved to LA a few years ago from New York, and so was you know play music together, obviously. And uh, a couple of years ago, he was like, "Dude, locust is playing. I'll buy. I'm gonna buy to buy you a ticket. Come on, man, do it." I'm oh. like, I can't. Like, Dude. I can't, man. I can't. I would totally would, but, like, you know, I, I just couldn't do it. And, like, I was felt so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it definitely, like, there's, there's on both coasts, there's definitely stuff that, uh, cool stuff that happens. Oh, yeah. The Locust is definitely something that's been in recent. Dude. And Dude. That's one of my bucket list fans. I've never seen it. Dude, uh, that was one of mine, and I actually got to see them uh, in 2019. Or, like, like, I think it was at the very end of 2019, like, December. And I'm not kidding. For like, uh, to me, I've always thought like people think of them as like something that's like chaos and like they're dude. That is the tightest band I have literally ever seen. They're oh my god, dude! It like so, yeah. When whenever they dude, they're fucking unbelievable. I'm just I can't. I uh, dude, knowing that you brought them up makes it that's so sick because they are one of the greatest bands ever. Oh, it, they're just so you know one of the first. Yep. Like I don't know. I I, I just remember. Like a very influential thing for me was watching. Uh, I guess it was like 2003. It's Hellfest 2003, maybe. Oh yeah. Watching like the DVD and popping that in, and just watching like the Locust like sets and like the Daughters one and like uh, fucking every time I die, just all these bands that I'm just like, oh my god, what is this? This is this is incredible and and yeah and so yeah they were one of the first bands that really like. Uh, with with like kind of heavier, more quote unquote chaotic music, they really, uh, uh, yeah. I, I just I was just amazed by it. And and how how dude you? I listened to your interview with Justin Pearson. I, I actually listened to it on a long drive. Oh, uh, sick! Uh, to, uh, from from my apartment in uh, Brooklyn to the in laws in Long Island. I just like put that shit on um, and. Uh, yeah, it was great, man. It was such a great interview. Dude, it was so entertaining. Like, how? But like, man, that's just so. How do you know? Are you? Do you know him or like how the fuck, man? Dude, so so like this story. <laughs> I was I'm so stoked to tell because uh, when uh, because <clears throat> my my band put out like this EP, like we pressed it and everything. We just wanted to see if like for some reason like maybe we could get on three one G. And I was just like, you know, what? I'm just gonna message him. And I messaged him in such a weird way that he said. He took he he literally said like dude I took like a couple days to reply to you because I didn't know if you were crazy or if I knew you or if we had talked before and and uh and then so he says as soon as I so I was like I had to message you back and he gave me like the nicest like no like I'm not putting out bands like bands that I don't know personally and all that I was like oh it's all good and then randomly I was just like hey would you ever be down to become my podcast and he said yes and then I like like 
I died and then I came back and then like <laughs> dude it was <laughs> like to like because he, he him him alone like I love the locust anything he's touched but I love his like noise like his pedal like dan my brother and i like like found like a uh like i don't know if you ever heard of the company montreal assembly like they're a pedal company but like they ba- Wait, i only i only heard of them because you and justin pearson were talking about it on oh your, uh, <laughs> on i am not i am not familiar with a lot of uh gear stuff but uh but yeah go ahead man yeah. oh, oh no no it was just because like they they literally like made a clone of his shulman like pedal that's like worth three grand yeah broken. yeah yeah and it's unreal dude like i love that thing but yeah that's how it's be- incredible. Oh, his, his sound is oh. oh it's unreal dude but yeah that's how i like i started talking to him because like i'm like a weird dude so like i'm gonna talk to you the way i'm gonna talk to you i'm not gonna message you and be like here's my epk like i'm literally gonna be like yo dude like i don't know if you like ice cream or like just something stupid and like (laughs) and and right off the bat he was just like dude i don't know who the fuck this is but i need to message him back (laughs) because he's so weird (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you definitely cut his eye. You know, it's funny that you that you say that because uh, I remember uh, an old band I was in uh, called Mary Todd. Actually, it was kind of like similar to Thin, but um, maybe not as focused. I, I should say. Okay. Uh, and uh, I remember I hit I messaged him to a message to Wengie, and he fucking he took the time to message back. So sick. And he was just said the same thing. He's just like nah. Thank you, but not. Nah. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I, he's like, I don't make money on this shit. I only do it with my, you know, me and my friends, basically. And I'm like, that's I'm I'm so just surprised that you even took the time to respond. That's so cool. And uh, and I told him that we were actually supposed to play a show with Retox, but fucking shit got shut down. Oh damn. The, uh, yeah, that was one of the soul crushing moments of that band for me. Damn. I was supposed to play with fucking retox and show me the body what and uh damn yeah, a bunch of great bands yeah and just fucking got shut down bro oh my god dude see like and like how you said like you were just surprised that he like messaged back that's all honestly like knowing that i got a message back was like the best thing like the the cake was made and i was ready to eat it and like he then he yeah, was yeah. came on my podcast and i was like holy fuck but like yeah dude like i like it's it's one of those situations where i wanted to like like people always say like never meet your heroes because they could be like assholes and nope yeah. Justin Pearson was like a goddamn saint like he was so nice yeah. and yeah so like yeah so I to- I to- trust me I know exactly what boat you were sitting in and it was it's it, I'm so glad that he replied to both of us <laughs> yeah 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 again he seems like a a, a a cool dude and that kind of confirmed it for me because like our we you know he even we even had a little bit of an exchange because I you know, we had, we, you know, there were some relevant things to talk about, and he was yeah. very. It, it wasn't just like a one-line thing. He was just he actually took the time to like write out a thoughtful email. And yeah, like, damn, this dude fucking is. This dude's awesome. And uh, that reminds me, actually, I, when I uh, again with this band, Mary Todd, our so our drummer moved out to L.A. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, we then we and then that's how basically I met Fernando, who's currently a Thin drummer. He joined Mary Todd after. Oh, for, okay. uh, after after Josh went away, and then yeah, and then Mary Todd broke up, and then we formed a new band. Then, <laughs> but uh, but 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 uh, you know, Josh had moved out there, and so decided, oh, let's just like play a show in LA, just to you know, just just go go visit Josh. And oh, cool! Did and um, it just so happened that like that the the week that I was out there, uh, Retox like 
just kind of planned this like house show with I forget what other bands, but what? it was at this fucking house in LA, and I just got to go and just like it was just fucking surreal. Just got to go and like Justin Pearson's like hanging out and just like and then Retox played in this little fucking room, dude. And there was like music outside and inside. It was just like I don't know. It was it was wild. It felt like a dream. And uh, <laughs> yeah, man, love Justin Pearson. That's yeah. kind of like the the thesis yeah <laughs> dude oh that's so uh that dude that's so fucking cool just knowing that like you flew out here just to play a show and then that happened made it 10 times better oh. that's so goddamn oh cool. yeah i mean like the show we played was fucking it was interesting um <laughs> but the, but the other things I, I, you know i i'm just the west coast is so foreign to me i, I really have uh i need to go like more the the only i've only been like very briefly but it, LA, uh, I, I went out, I came to Portland, it was like in 2017, I went to Portland for a, a uh, conference, I'm an archivist, so I went for some professional conference. Like oh, a, okay. But yeah, and uh, and then yeah, and so then I, I visited Josh after that, and LA was just like, just like, I don't know, it was weird. It, it, it was like, something, I, I mean, it was, it was beautiful, and it's so vast, and just something about like the the landscape and like the plant life and and the the cliffs and and I don't know like it was just very surreal to me. It seemed like a dream. It was uh, just not like uh, the kind of scenery you see like on the East Coast. And yeah, it was very cool. Damn, dude. See, like, like man, you're making like the state I live in sounds so much cooler than it is, dude. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, because like whenever I think about, it, I'm like, dude, I. Like every like like to me like I've never been to like New York or anything over there and I've wanted to go over there so bad so like you you talking so like like nice about this is like oh damn maybe I maybe this place isn't so bad <laughs> like that's yeah crazy. I mean you know the grass is greener for sure but, yeah uh, I but yeah it was it was it was really fun just to kind of see a new place and and. Uh, Again, it was just really, it's just so different. It just seemed, again, it's, it all felt like a dream. Also, I was like high as balls most of the time. I was <laughs> smoking that, that good shit. Um, but even so, and I remember like every morning I would wake up and I would walk to the, like a, a, a coffee shop or kind of around the corner. Um, and uh, like, you know, cause I, I would wake up earlier than lazy fucks, but no, but I, I would uh, <laughs> And also, like, you know, they, they're they just, like, get up and go. Like, I need to fucking get up. I need some coffee. I need to, you know, I need to get my shit together. Yeah, and yeah. So I get up earlier and I go walk. And I and I felt, like, really, like, alien, like, walking, like, being a pedestrian. Like, oh, it seemed wow. like, like there was, like, no other, like, no other pedestrians, really. And it just, and, like, crossing the road was just seemed like this big fucking, like, I don't know. It, it just seemed like this big obstacle. And it was, it was really interesting, you know, I, because, you know, in New York, it's just everyone's fucking walking and it's just very pedestrian yeah yeah and there was yeah it was just kind of the exact opposite um up there and uh yeah and it was summertime so it was very dry and hot and and again like dreamy it was all very like dreamy and like hazy kind of the whole time dude that was my memory of it yeah (laughs) that sounds about right like honestly like that's and it's cool like also i like knowing that you have that like that like like dichotomy between like New York and LA, like how you felt like foreign walking in LA, but like literally everyone's walking in New York. That's, that's so, that's so like, 
like like in, in like a way of like polarizing like it's just like holy fuck mm-hmm. like this is totally different that's fucking awesome i like the way you explain that yeah yeah it was it was cool it was you know because i was kind of just chilling on like just totally kind of free on vacation and just kind of taking it all in it was it was nice having a good time uh definitely want to you know visit visit again and yeah. uh, take more time and you know this is portland again too i was only there for a couple of days it's really kind of been and out um but yeah where wait, where are you uh living right oh uh, i'm i'm in uh, southern california in a in a in a desert called apple valley um <clears throat> okay yeah so it's super dry always hot like but when it's cold it's freezing but then you know like below <laughs> zero where you live it seems like and like but yeah dude like it's it's I, i'm literally the like between la and vegas this is like the 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 last like nice pee spot you can go like th- this is the bathroom right here so yeah we i just live in the human the, the toilet <laughs> i mean i'm from florida so i kind of oh dude you know i, like, I don't know if you, I, I mean i know more, i think better than you and he compares also it's, i mean florida is just humid it's just like wet i very wet I've been there once and I fucking hated it. Like, I don't understand (laughs) how anyone can live there. Like, it's like, unless you like swimming in like while walking, like that's, Mm -hmm. that's it. Like, so dude, I'm glad you got out. (laughs) Oh, you're telling me, man. I, (laughs) I hate it in Florida. Um, but, uh, and also Florida's just massive too. There's so many different parts of Florida. There's like off of South Florida. I never, I've been there like once in my life and that's like, a different world too um but yeah it's so human you know the 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 other only place that i've been that's more human than where i'm I, i'm from clearwater which is like tampa Gulf oh, Coast or whatever, okay. but the only the only place i've been that's kind of that's more humid consistently uh is new orleans but uh have you ever have you ever been to new orleans i've driven through there like years ago but like i remember everywhere over uh-huh. there just feeling very like moist and like yeah like yeah, yeah. so i so yes continue it, it, well, yeah. So that was that is like peak, like humidity, like oh hottest, really, like wet. Yeah, but New Orleans is a gorgeous, like amazing town, like city that I highly recommend. You know, going there for vacation or whatever, if if there's an opportunity, uh, or just going there on tour, man, and just like taking it all in one night. Um, it it's fucking amazing. But yeah, that is the most humid i've ever felt like, <laughs> like walk outside and you're immediately wet and just like drenched Dude. and like all you all you want to do is like well i gotta get a beer like or something i gotta like get drunk like this is fucking crazy um but it's new orleans so it's so beautiful and just like has this vibe that you know it kind of it, it's not so bad it's not like being that like that in like Florida, like 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 Orlando, Florida. My fucking god, that has to be like hell on earth. That must be like the waiting room for hell. It's like it's like in the middle of the state, so it's like you're not getting like the breeze from the either coast, and it's like this fucking tourist haven. And but like but like it's just in the middle. I don't know. It's just I don't know. I I, I a few times I've been to Orlando. I haven't really dug it and i haven't heard good things from people who kind of lived there for a little bit oh dude and 
again, it's like in the middle of the state. Like, yeesh. <laughs> Dude, that, that's exactly where I went because, like, I went with my family yeah. to uh, uh, Walt Disney World. And, like, there you go. it was, yeah, we, we drove from California to Tennessee for, like, this family reunion of people that we didn't even know existed. And then we drove <laughs> we, we drove down to Orlando to go there. And it was, like, like, it was, like, hot as fuck. And then instantly it started raining. And then it was just, like, dude, wh- what the fuck? And it was, like, not, like, like, cold rain. It was, like, you're, like, it's, like, it's basically acid rain where it's hot as fuck. <laughs> and you're, like, dying. And, like, and then it just turns off. And you're, like, okay, I guess I can continue my day. Like yeah dude yeah i, I don't yeah. understand I'm, I'm i'm i just i can't wait till they can like take a pickaxe and just cut that state off and let it float away like that would be just not, not here anymore <laughs> uh, oh climate climate change will will do that oh yes for, yeah you're right uh it's it's gonna happen but uh <laughs> yeah it's it's not a it's not a state i'm fond of even though i've spent most of my life there well no actually officially uh i'm 33 30. if i can do math correctly no. okay, no, no, okay. <laughs> yes officially most of my life almost not when I, uh, in a few more years it will not be but uh but yeah I, I grew up in uh in florida and uh yeah it was it was not my favorite i definitely uh glad i, I got out but uh but that but yeah but I, I definitely you know i got into hardcore music and uh, to and uh, one of the you know one of the first hardcore bands I heard was Poison Well. And oh shit! Okay. Florida and that like opposite of December was just like unreal. I, you know, my jaw dropped. I, yeah, I think I was in, like middle school. I think when I heard that, and you know, my favorite at that point, my favorite band was like Green Day. Yep. And Like I just was like, holy shit! This is <laughs> this is just like yeah, like what wow just just wow uh i didn't even know how to like comprehend it uh but i knew that i liked it i knew that it kind of like had this kind of angst and something and also a band evergreen terrace they oh, were also yep. in florida and that they both basically i heard both of those bands and you know, just like wow absolutely wow so you know like and uh you know i saw amazing shows in florida had had definitely a scene and i yeah. really appreciated that and that was something that was a, a haven for me and i imagine a lot of kids um uh there was a, a, a skate park called uh it was called central skate park and then it changed to 688 skate park which is six i guess that was the address or whatever but they had a, a lot of shows and that was a, that was a good time because you know you skated you you rode your bike or whatever and there's fucking bands playing and it was, it was really cool. Um, so that part was, was okay. Um, but yeah, it was, <laughs> otherwise fuck that place. <laughs> God damn it. Dude. And like, it was like, so, you guys, so I, I wanted to like figure out like you, I, I'm glad you brought up like how you like, is that basically what got you in? Like, like you said, you were already into music before that, like like Green Day and whatever, like, and then you found like mm-hmm. Poison the Well. But like, what originally like made you start like like liking or slash loving music? Like, did, was it like your parents or like oh. a, a brother or sister or something like that? That's a great question. Um, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was just like from day one, my 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 parents, my uh, you know, I did I didn't I don't never really knew my biological father but okay i remember him playing he was a musician like a guitar player and a bass player too i think and 
pretty good. I, 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 I've heard, but, uh, I remember as a child, like a very little child, or maybe I'm just fabricating this memory. That's actually <laughs> what, so, so early putting together, that's actually what, what Dawn is about. It's the, the, uh, the thought thin album Dawn. It's about like, cause he, he died, uh, in like a couple years ago and I didn't really know him. And so like to process how complicated that was, it was like, you know, I wrote about it, but like, oh, so I don't know, like if memories, I, so I don't know if memories I have of him are like, actual or, or if it's just something that like i heard but like he definitely like i think he sung to me and stuff and he so he was a musician and my mom also is very talented pianist oh and so yeah music was all music was all around me and uh it was just kind of like yeah there um but uh, i didn't act but i think also like just as an angsty child and 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 you know with whatever issues i i think i I kind of like rebelled against my mom, like playing piano. I, th- I was like annoyed with that. And I, I think I didn't, you know, I didn't like gravitate toward it initially, yeah. but I, but, but then like I bought, like I, I like begged my stepfather to get me an elect, like a, a Fender, like starter electric guitar, like Squire, uh, like Fender Squire with like the little amp, like yep, practice yep. amp. And, uh, and yeah, cause like, you know, that's when I was yeah getting like green day and stuff and like rancid. And I was like, Oh, I want to be, I want to play electric guitar or like whatever. And that, so like, it, it was, it was always kind of in me, but like, I think the guitar is the, what brought it out. And yeah. And from there, you know, you just learn whatever and your, you know, your friends pick up other instruments and you just like write stupid shit and you jam <laughs> and you suck for a long, 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 long time. I mean, I still feel like I suck, but you know, you suck less uh, as you play more. And so, so yeah, I guess, yeah, music was always around. My mom was always playing piano and that's cool. I, I mostly, and yeah, I remember mostly like being annoyed by it, but yep. sometimes, but like, but, but, but sometimes, cause it was, it was so often that like, I naturally would also kind of like, you know, be like liking it too and like be like humming it or whatever. So I had kind of like this, you know, ambivalent kind of relationship towards you know, the piano music or whatever. Um, and, and, you know, in retrospect, I wish I would have kind of like, you know, had my mom teach me or something, or I wish I would have had the patience to like, just learn the piano. But, uh, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, uh, but the, so, so yeah, like from the listen hearing the piano and, uh, to the guitar and, you know, I actually really love the drums and I, suck i'm not a drummer but <laughs> that's like something i always really wanted to play and a couple of years ago i bought an electric kit and it's it's it sits in my basement like i've i you know i play it when i can yeah. uh recently i've been making a, a real effort to play it like oh cool. at least a few a few times a week and uh i uh it's it's i mean it's a ton of fucking fun and it but but it's nothing like playing like a like an acoustic kit i exactly. sometimes in the practice space uh i i, I play I, I have a side project called kumquat which is <laughs> really weird and silly it's definitely like head wound city influence Ooh, hell yeah but, you know, uh and i play i play drums quote unquote play drums and it's like the you know they the the people in there suffer my my shitty drum playing and uh <laughs> It's and uh, it's just so much more fun playing an acoustic kit. It, it, it has this real like, you know, feel to it. Like it, the the electric one, you have to be really precise, and it's it's good to you know practice, I guess. And so, but yeah, I I drum along to uh, a lot of times. I drum along to um, Full Collapse 
like Thursday, you know, Thursday's full collapse. Oh, that, okay. That's like one of my, another one of my like big, big influential, like got me into heavy music. I, I heard that like around the same time as like Poison the Well and stuff. I saw the music video for Understanding in a Car Crash. Uh, I don't know if you're big on Thursday, but that's like one of my favorite bands ever. And so I love to drum to that album because it's, uh, it's simple drumming, but it's not easy. If that makes yeah, sense. no, that makes sense. It's like it's fairly straightforward, but he does all these little tricks and stuff, and you know he's you know. So yeah, that's something I really love to do. Um, with you know, so yeah, you know, little by little, I'm 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 getting better, but I still suck ass. And, uh, <laughs> Dude, but it doesn't matter. It's fun. It's about it's about just having fun. Exactly. And and you know what? That that's one record that I think I've only listened to once all the way through. Like it, it came I was working on my car and like like understanding a car crash in a car crash uh uh mm-hmm. that came on and i was like oh dude what the who the fuck is this like i and also right off the bat i was like it sounds like jeff rickley because i've heard of his like vo- yeah. uh, his voice on podcasts and stuff and i was like it sounds like him and then i i was like oh fuck i need to listen to it and i remember liking it but like i need to really go back because like i know that's such like a huge like gate gateway band for so many people and yeah and like I don't know. It's such a huge band and I, I, yes. So I definitely want to, and also going to like your electric kit. Like I recently just bought one. Like I play drums and like, like you said, like there is nothing comparatively to like an acoustic kit. And so when I got on it, I was like, Oh man, like, fuck like i want to like play mine but like yes like you said it's definitely good for practice and all that shit and like you can play it at any time and no one's really going to get annoyed unless they can hear you like slightly tapping on things but like yeah 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 dude i totally know what you mean it's it's fun as fuck dude yeah it's much more doable in like a like a home setting or whatever but uh but yeah man uh understand uh, thursday yeah they're they're just yeah i one of my favorite bands ever and understanding a car crash is one of my top top albums and uh yeah man to play, spin it again it, it has uh it's great man it's for coming out at when it did uh i guess what 2001 Holy yeah shit. It, yeah it just it just celebrated its 20th anniversary and it's it's been cool because they like took a hiatus but they did all these reunion things and i saw them a few a couple times recently and they're just as good as Man, it's just it's so fun. They're they're so they're still playing, and I saw that actually. I saw that Saint Vitus uh, recently, and so that's a that's a very small, yeah, into, intimate venue, and it was incredible. I was emotional by how like good it was and how you know nostalgic it was too. Um, I remember actually one time in 2012, I was going for the first time. I was visiting this venue in. Um, in Brooklyn and in, in Williamsburg called the Acheron. It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, okay. RIP, RIP. But man, that, that place was amazing. It was another like metal punk venue that was small and awkwardly like shaped. Oh, okay. Probably. Yeah. And probably a fire hazard. To tell you the <laughs> truth. But, but like, it was fucking awesome. It was, it was amazing. I loved going. And so the first time I went to a show there, I remember I was waiting I think I still lived in Harlem at that point. So I was traveling all the way from fucking Harlem. And I went, I was waiting for the L train to get, to go to, you know, to Brooklyn. And uh, I saw this dude on the platform that looked like Jeff Rickley. <laughs> and I'm like, kind of looking at him like, no, no way. And then he kind of like, I don't know. He like opens his mouth and I see his gap in his teeth. I'm like, holy 
no way. And I was just like, I got it. I got it. I was like, I got to talk to him. I have to. And I just walked up to him and I asked him, you know, I'm like, Hey, and he was just the nicest guy. That's another guy. Like, don't meet your heroes. Yes. No. Meet Jeff Rickley. He is Sick. just incredible, man. He's, he's another good one. And he was so like nice. And we rode the train together and just shot the shit. And I told him I was going to the Akron. He's like, Oh yeah, man. He, you know, he was hip to all this shit. Like he knew what was going on. And I was like, you know, I felt like a, just like a groupie, but yeah, he was really nice. And yeah. And he got off before me and I might've creeped him out a little bit, but that's cool. So uh, <laughs> Jeff Rickley, if you're listening, I love you. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, uh, so yeah, man. And then I went to the, yeah, and I went to the Acheron and I saw, that's when I saw Full of Hell and Code Orange. What? Oh shit. Yeah, bro. It was, I I didn't even fucking know, like I hadn't even heard those bands at that point. Oh no way. I might've, I might, you know, I might've actually preferred Full of Hell. I can't, I can't remember it. 2012? I honestly cannot remember that that far back whether or not I had heard it before I saw that show. But obviously after that, I'm like, wow. Yes. Wow. Just, just fuck, man. And Code Orange Kids, like, that was great. And, and actually, you know, Code Orange, I like, I really like everything up until their recent thing. I just think, I don't know, it's very, everything's very gimmicky now. And they're, yeah. they're just, they have all that, they have all that uh, Roadrunner Records money. So they're just yep. like fucking doing all this crazy shit. So whatever. I mean, that's that's fine. Like they're not even like playing their instruments anymore. Like the dude's not even playing drums. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's, I, I, we, we uh, me and the Thin Boys make a joke. Like we gotta get signed to Roadrunner, so we don't even none of us play our instruments anymore. We're just like <laughs> up there, like yeah, just like kind of just like doing whatever, like you know, hyping, like you know, screaming, <laughs> like playing a keyboard, whatever the fuck you want to do. And other people are playing, like yeah, because it's just it's ridiculous, but. Up until, yeah, forever, even like forever, whatever. I mean, there's a lot of people that hate that, and I, I get it. I mean, I get why, but I think that they, like, really, like, yeah, they did their thing, and they did it well, and I lie, their live show is great, and, uh, but yeah, but at this point, it's kind of like, all right, well, <laughs> yeah, it's kind yeah. of, that, yeah, it's, it's sailed. Uh, but Code Orange Kids, fuck, fuck that shit yes. still bangs. Yes. I, I, I hadn't heard that in forever, and it came on like, randomly, I, uh, thing on spotify or something and i'm like oh shit <laughs> dude that's great dude because like the be, trust me like i totally agree like yeah i liked i am king i liked forever like like their new one i just did not get into just because like i'm not a huge like it, it just felt very new metal and i was like god i'm not i don't want that and like code orange yeah. kids when i first heard flower mouth i was like holy oh, man. fuck dude like that murdered yeah. it and it was a split with full of hell like what the fuck dude like oh yeah yeah god uh, yeah uh, uh, yeah incredible yeah and it's just like so surreal that like yeah thinking back on it like i caught them on that tour and like god. before they were like you know both like just selling out big places especially code orange like, yep it's just fucking crazy shit you know seeing them in such a little like intimate setting and i know there was another fucking banger band on that I'm sure I can look up the bill now. I can't remember, but yeah, 2012 at the Akron. Wild, wild stuff, man. Um, yeah, it's it's been really cool, like living in Brooklyn and seeing like the metal scene because you know I feel like I went to college and then I kind of like almost lost a little touch with like my heavier side and I was kind of like almost like shunned it a little bit maybe. Oh wow! Uh, even even though I still you know loved heavy music, I was just kind of like trying to explore other things, but. Then, like, you know, like, I remember I moved uh, 
to, uh, and I was in Greenpoint and I was living in one area and then I moved to another area of Greenpoint. Uh, I moved to Manhattan Avenue and Clay Street. And that was before, that, that's where St. Vitus was, but that was before it was built. Oh, and so wow. I remember like seeing it kind of like become St. Vitus and I would walk by and like, you know, I'd be high as fuck and go to the convenience store and get like, you know, snacks or whatever. But then I would see like all these like metalheads standing outside. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, there's a metal bar here. And it's like, it's just amazing. Like I got to see the, the, the fucking genesis of that. And like, I remember again, my band Mary Todd at that time, like just started up and uh, we had a drum machine. We didn't even have a drummer. And I remember what? we just, we would kind of always, you know, me and that bassist at the time, we would just kind of like walk by again, be high as fuck, go to the convenience store. But we would see the, one of the door the door guy we would see him all the time and he was and he was like we would always shoot the shit with him and we told him we would play in the band and we you know and he's like give me a you know give me a recording and so we gave him like a recording of us and he's like yeah you should play and so he he told us he could play we could play a certain date and we showed up and i remember uh nick uh kagio uh was doing sound nick kagio is the ex-bass player of mutoid man I don't know. Whoa, uh, which, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he Just recently, he, he left Mutual Man. And so he's one of the founding kind of Vitus crew people. Wow. I remember he was doing sound and like we showed up and we were on the bill and I'm like, he's like, oh, what's your band? It's like Mary Todd. He's like, oh, I don't see you on here. And it's like, uh, we just have a 15 minute set. Just, and he's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just let us, just let us open. And I remember we had, we had like, because it was a drum machine and, and it was, just all like samples and stuff, uh, stringing the songs together. Yeah. And it was, it was ridiculous. It was so fucking (laughs) stupid. But I remember like we were doing a sound check and one of the samples was, you know, playing and it was the NBA jam, like intro music. No way. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's so fucking stupid. (laughs) so awesome, dude. This is like, this is like 2011. And, uh, I remember Nick was like, is this NBA jam? And, we're like, we're like and, and you know he's all, like, all the way at the sound booth and we're like on the stage and we're like yeah yeah and he's like that's just weird and he just like <laughs> like shook his head and looked at you i don't he like he like kind of wasn't even amused at it it was it was amazing Aww, damn. uh but but it's funny though because like you know it turns out like you know i nick you know i turn out to be like a, a you know a friend nice guy and oh sick. still you know love love nick but yeah i remember that was my first kind of interaction with him and he was not impressed it was really fucking funny <laughs> and that was right when right when vitus was kind of like starting was, oh wow cool. dude that's sick and then, yeah and yeah and i played there uh many times since then some bands and including yeah i do vocals in detach the islands as well that's another uh kind of math core ish like math core index radar band that uh I don't know if you're familiar with, but I've played Vitus with them. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Um, Detach the Islands. Uh, you should definitely look them up. The drummer, Emmett Seglia, is uh, just probably the best drummer I've ever played with. Definitely probably the best drummer I've ever played with. Oh. Definitely probably. That's a, that's a very, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, he's he's a madman. and. It's funny, like I, I told him, I you know after I listened to that Justin Pearson interview, yeah, with you, I uh, I was like, dude, Emmett, uh, you have to listen to this because the host has the same laugh as you. You guys, have the <laughs> no same way, laugh. yes, yeah, the, <laughs> that that yeah that yeah yeah it's it's incredible, uh, and uh, it's like it's like I'm talking to Emmett. And, uh, <laughs> <That's> it's, <so laughs> 
Where it's like listening. Yeah. It's yeah. It's very, it's very similar. Um, and so it was, yeah, it's funny. So yeah, listen to the touchdowns. They're great. Um, it's uh, they're they're also members of One Bond in detention. Oh, it's like two okay. members of One Bond, and uh, and Sid Sidhu um, of both One Bond and Patch Islands of Madman. He is also in Gatherers, who uh, is that band uh, that uh, also consists of Adam, who is the engineer and owner of Timber Studios, who we're recording at. So everybody oh, is kind right. of this all you know we all know each other in a certain ways we're all homies and it's really cool man i'm glad we, we can just kind of like just you know fucking hang out and jam and just kind of you know i don't know it's just a cool environment and it's it's nice that everybody kind of like has similar kind of like a similar vibe in some way i don't know how to explain it no that makes sense and like also it's like a, I didn't know that you you did vocals for Detached Lands because I've I've I know I've def, I I'm pretty sure I've heard them like come up on like on like Spotify and stuff. But like, are mm-hmm. you on the recordings or did you are you just filling in or like what like how did how did you end up in that band? Uh, I'm actually on the yeah on the the LP that okay. they put out. Okay. Um, and uh, I I came basically my old band Mary Todd played a show with them and. Uh, the, the, their vocal situation was never really. St- they, I think their their original vocal was kind of left, and then after that, they the situation was kind of like, like it wasn't stable. Like there was okay. kind of somebody doing it here and there, and so they needed a fill in. And and it asked me. And it basically writes all the music. He like fucking programs it and and the drums and everything. And then you know then these uh, you know amazing fucking musicians yeah. like fucking can interpret the madness that he writes. And, and I'm just like, you know, screaming bullshit. No, I, but he also writes the lyrics and stuff. And so I, I learned like how, you know, I, I, it's, 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 it's interesting. Cause like I, Emmett has a certain, you know, it's, it's his, you know, art and creation. So I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to bring out, his vision yeah. as best oh, I can. Oh, that's cool. Hell yeah. yeah. And so I guess that's the, that's the best way to describe it. And so, yeah. Uh, and uh, so I'm doing the vocals and uh, it's, yeah, it's pretty wild, man. And uh, um, yeah. So, so yeah, basically Emmett is, is the composer and everybody kind of fills in and, and does their best to bring that vision to life. And it's fun. It's, it's been, it's been really beneficial for me pushing my vocal range and stuff because with Finn, I'm kind of a lot more, I uh, very, a lot more sparse. The songs are much shorter. I just yeah. kind of like short bursts, and I'm also playing guitar at the same time. So that's another factor. Although, to, as an aside, I a lot of times I fucking, you know, we we write the songs and vocals are not even a thought, and then I record the vocals, not even thinking about how the fuck I'm going to play them, <laughs> and then I have to fucking literally figure out how to do it afterwards. But you know, that's. That that's whatever, but but in any event, yeah. So, fucking yeah, I, uh, it's really pushed because Detached Islands the songs were longer and the vocals are a lot. There's just a lot more going on, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm huffing and puffing, man. Like live <laughs> stuff is is pretty wild. It's but it's it's really helped me like build uh, on my that instrument, so to speak. It's wild because like man, like you can't you can't just like 
do like a long like you know your voice is like has a limit you know you can you can play guitar for pretty much hours and hours and hours i guess you know yeah but like your voice nah man it 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 has a limit and it's pretty wild to to see how what your limit is that detached definitely has shown me what my limit is for sure dude um and it's it's cool it's really cool yeah uh finn is a lot more just like whatever i want to do and i just i i still like try to push myself but i'm not like you know throwing up or whatever yeah (laughs) dude dude and like go like how you said like uh the uh the vocals being like because my my brother is uh the vocalist in my band and he whenever mm-hmm. i think of like i was like oh i could play drums like all day like i could like i could be throwing up and i could still play drums because like mm-hmm. i'll just force myself into it but like if your voice goes out if you are breathing wrong if you're not using the correct thing if you like do anything like that's a human instrument that, like you you like you could fuck up the rest of like your vocal vocal life if you do it wrong or it's it's unreal to know that people like take vocals for granted and it's like way more taxing than people think yeah it, it's again yeah I, I i think i took it for granted until i did detach the islands uh, oh, i think damn. like for yeah i think like uh like for mary todd like i got to a comfortable position also because i was not the only vocalist and then uh but yeah and then detached like really changed my perspective and then that really helped me with thin uh i think i with thin i am able to i mean i don't get me wrong i'm not doing as much stuff as i am detached as i am in detached but in thin i'm able to kind of because it's in shorter bursts i'm able to kind of use the wider kind of yeah. skill set or whatever that i've that i've carved out with the detached stuff and uh yeah, just kind of go wild because it's yeah the songs are fucking short, short, short. Like even the new stuff is is there's barely anything over a minute. It's just oh, in and out. Oh, I'm stoked, dude. Hit you in the face. Uh, yeah, I don't want to linger too long. Um, just yeah, dude. No, uh, that's awesome. Uh, you know what? Uh, do you mind if I take a pause for one second? I just need to get a beverage. For yeah, one yeah, second. yeah. Go ahead, dude. All right, one second. I'm back for sure dude uh well, oh dude it was in my brain oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um oh what was i gonna say no actually uh uh just uh you talking about that like about how like 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 thin like short bursts and everything it was funny um like i had been i, I i've been listening to you guys for a while and i i love like and i watched the one uh, something of you guys live or something and i like saw like how like you're just like crazy on the fretboard, just like randomly going up and down. And I fucking love that stuff so much. And it reminds me of daughters. And 
I find I, cause I've told my guitarist forever. I'm like, dude, just do that. Like do something like crazy. And then eventually like he saw you do it and he was like, Oh, so I can do that. I was like, dude, exactly. So we kind of like took like a page out of your book and definitely wrote a song along your guys's stuff, which I'm really stoked about. And, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. That's so cool to hear. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So like after he saw you do it, he was like, Oh, I can totally do that. I was like, yes. Like I was so stoked, but yeah. So they, like, I just, your band, your guys's band is fucking awesome. And I can't wait to hear like the new stuff that you guys have written, especially if it's going to be super short. That's so fucking awesome. Oh man, that's that's so cool to hear. I'm I'm happy that people there's some people that are listening. It's just really weird to like because you know I've been, I'm playing music for I'm thirty I'm I'm gonna turn thirty four this year, so I'm playing music for a little while, and I feel like this is the first time that there are some people actually listening. So it's it's really uh, rewarding. Um, and yeah, I guess uh, to comment on like you know the fretboard or whatever, just yeah, I am not the best guitar player, but uh, <laughs> I. Uh, I'm just like, just, just do what's in your gut. You know, yeah. you don't, you don't necessarily have to hit every note all the time. I mean, exactly. you know, like you want to record, you know, maybe practice a little bit and <laughs> you might have to do a few takes, but, but you know, a lot live is much different and yep. no one, no one's going to give a fuck if you miss a note. Like it's about the feeling. That's really, I feel like what this music is, uh, at least for me, what it's, what, what's important, the, the feeling uh, oh, I'm yeah. not, I'm not too, too, uh, you know, uh, I guess, uh, um, focused on, I mean, I, lo- I love technicality. Don't get me wrong. Of course, it doesn't yeah. have to be like, it doesn't have to be like this pristine thing. It can be rough around the edges. I really like that kind of like, almost like a mix between like technical and punk, like mixing yeah. them together just yeah. having something messy, but still like, whoa, that's in some weird odd time. And what the fuck that they just do and that 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 change is really tight and but it's still like chaotic and noisy and you know i like like kind of like a mixture of things yeah as opposed to something too uh polished i don't know dude no that that totally makes sense and that's exactly the way i look at it is like dude like like yeah like you said like practice do it do it good on the recording but like live dude it's all about the show if you want to listen to the record listen to it at home like mm-hmm. you you can mm-hmm. do that and like come here to be like see like like someone run around the stage a million times or like see like someone break something on purpose or accident anything like it's 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 all a part of the show it's (laughs) fucking awesome yeah man it's yeah yeah live is definitely where where it's at it's i don't know there's just so much room for like improvisation and and the unknown, really. There's, there's all this like you're, you're literally feeding off the energy, and you know, and recording is is more of a controlled environment, and it, there's still an energy, and it can be. I mean, I love, I love our experiences recording at, at like backroom studios. That's like the homies, like hanging out, like partying, basically. But, Dude. but still, like the the, the energy of like a the, a live room, like being in a room and, and having a live band and just even just being in the audience like there's this it's almost like atmosphere of like the unexpected kind of yeah. even even if you know the songs and you, you know you think you know what's going to happen like you, you ultimately you kind of you kind of never never really do yeah until it's until you know it's done and uh and neither do the band members like to an extent <laughs> you know it's really it's and that's that's the really cool cool thing about like the live and the energy and yeah and then 
yeah, and that's why yeah, I think overall, like, I think it's just it's it's why it's why we do it. I don't know. It's really really a lot of fun. Exactly, dude. And I actually, like, I wanted, I actually wanted to ask, like, how was it like recording at Backroom Studios? And since you did both, like, uh, uh, like Apology and Dawn at like, mm-hmm. or, like two different times, like, how was it? Like, what was the differences in like recording both of those? Because I know you did Respite, like Apology before, and then like, was it was it like nerve wracking going there, and then going, and then was it easier going back for Dawn? So we actually, uh, I had been there for a couple other projects. And oh, okay. Scott has been there. And Scott Moriarty is the homie. And uh, he's also in a really great band called Organ Dealer. Like, just like straight up grind. Like, oh, nice. Near like like 300 BPMs in your face. Holy incredible. shit. Like, in just ridiculous shit. Um, but yeah, so like, it, the homie. And so it, it was comfortable, but definitely with Thin, it kind of, the Mary Todd thing kind of, ended really quickly and so we had the studio time booked and so Fernando and I formed Finn oh, and then okay. our and like kind of quickly and just like we're like let's just fucking write and 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 keep the time. Let's not cancel. Let's just fucking do it as this new band and see what happens. And then Andrew, you know, we Andrew joined too. For Fernando and Andrew had been friends for a while since before I knew either of them and they had like yeah, they they've been homies for a while and played music in other bands uh before. And uh, so it's like, oh who's gonna play bass? Andrew. And uh, so we all kind of just like very kind of quickly wrote some songs and that was Respite. Uh, and so we went in there now, again, very, our expectations were like, let's see how, what, what happens. We don't know. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and, uh, and yeah, man, it just was very in the moment and it was great, man. It came out uh, again, it exceeded our expectations and the same for Dawn, except for Dawn, we were, you know, the band was like, solidified formed already and we had the time over the spring and summer and part of the fall of 2019 to write and rehearse and we played shows like that was the real only time like Finn actually like, did shit like 2019 420 <laughs> 2019 <laughs> we released we released the EP respite and then we played some shows over the summer and fall and then in October we recorded dawn and we felt you know we were really rehearsed we recorded them live like we, we had the live energy for the record Hell and yeah. uh and then the pandemic happened yeah in 2020 uh so yeah so for dawn we went back to the back room but we were really well rehearsed and uh but even so we did some things like extemporaneously like we dropped acid one night and wrote a fucking song uh, oh, no which way. turned out to be serotonin like that one's really that that one was really wacky uh <laughs> like the the kind of like the the like the the end the the second part of that song the kind of part that's slower and groovier like the weird that like i don't even have a fuck like i remember i remember like us like you know do, you know doing the acid or whatever, whatever it was like oh because at backroom we would stay the night there we would we we just go there and stay the night and we could just like jam all, all night because they were they were not only is it a studio but there's like rehearsal rooms oh, also sick. so you could just so it's just like a fucking grown-up slumber party man you can do <laughs> hell it's yes an, there's, oh, there's an arcade machine what? It's, it's so much fun man oh yeah oh it's it's fucking incredible and so we were just jamming and like you know dicking around a bunch of you know a bunch of grown-up kids yeah and we did some acid and uh 
and whatever. And, uh, and then, so we wrote this wacky fucking song and it turned out to be serotonin. And I remember we recorded it the next day and we, fu- and we somehow got it. And, uh, <laughs> and then that night we, we listened to the roughs, uh, cause we still had another day the next day. So I guess we were going to get like dinner that night or whatever. And we played them in the car, like on the way to dinner. And I couldn't, I, I could not like, like, I didn't, didn't know what I was fucking hearing. Like, I couldn't keep along with what the fuck we had just reported. <laughs> no that, way! That part of serotonin. Yeah, it was like, four, it was just like, that was a really kind of weird uh, experience. Because I feel like typically, like, you know what is coming, and at least a little bit, when something you just had recorded, and I was just like, it threw me off. <laughs> so, so cool. It was cool, you know. So, so despite the fact, I guess what I'm saying is, I'm not, you know, it's not just to say like, oh, doing drugs, bro. It's just like, despite <laughs> the fact that we went in there, well, well rehearsed, and we we did like the most of the songs like with the live. We did them all with the live energy and and well rehearsed, but with the live energy. But some of them were just kind of like off the cuff, and that one was just you know we just cooked it up one night, and it, you know, and it's one of, you know it's one of my kind of favorite ones to play now because it's just so. And that was a, that was a fucking horrible song to try to learn to do the because again i did i did the I, I recorded the vocals without any regard for whether or not i could actually play it play guitar. <laughs> yeah and so to actually get that again the second part of that song and to get the vocals right holy fuck that was really difficult but you know if you i also like if you're not challenging yourself like come on man like exactly you have to be yeah i don't know just there should be a little bit of that. I feel like in life too, like just being on like that the margin of like your ability, like you know where where you you feel like you kind of suck, but you're kind of getting it. Like you're you're almost getting it, and like and, you know you're you're work, you know don't don't be too comfortable. I guess is yes. kind of like what yeah. Dude, no, I I totally agree. Like that that's how I always feel. It's just like dude, like like because there there are times when like like. I'm writing and I'm like, oh man, like this part's cool and everyone's like okay with it. But in my head, I'm like, fuck, I should be doing something harder because I want to like push myself to, and also to make it more like, I want someone to come up to me like after a show or something and say like, yo dude, what the fuck did you do there? Like that, that to me is like (laughs) a rewarding feeling. And it's just like, and like, like I just want it. I that's why I'm I, I I'm like like you, like you like just wanting to push everything I possibly can and dude yeah so I totally know what you mean it's it's like it's the most rewarding part about being a musician is to like be, being able to like force yourself to do something that you didn't know you could do yeah it's yeah it really it's like yeah I think rewarding is the perfect word it, it really it, yeah it, it just like yeah it's just something that you can and also you can you you can see yourself like you can see the difference too like you can see like you like getting it like like kind of getting it and then like fucking it up and then but then like but then like coming out the other side if you can persist and like doing something that you're like yeah again like you said you didn't know you could do and it's like seeing that that kind of progress too is really cool and it's not and i don't know it's not even necessarily like becoming like like a virtuoso this or that it's just like trying like trying different things that like for just for yourself specifically it's not like it doesn't have to be the most like technical thing in the world but if it's something that is like for you it's like oh that's kind of interesting or weird or or whatever you know like sometimes it's simple sometimes less is more yeah you know and and certain certain uh 
music or songs. Like sometimes you got to pull back, and that's an interesting move. Uh, it doesn't always have to be this like weird technical flourish or whatever. Um, and so yeah, and 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 the kind of like balance between those things is really kind of uh, I think a key to like you know writing bangers, bro. Yeah, but um. <laughs> um but yeah it's i don't know it's it's a lot it's a lot of fun to 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 keep going and to have yeah just to have music man yep uh it's 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 yeah it's been what kind of has been one of the great things over the pandemic obviously you know it's been uh despite the fact that we haven't been able to go to shows a lot of people have still been able to enjoy and and feel a part of a community in, in certain respects um because of music you yep. know, online or, or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, man, it's just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just stoked to play. Hell yeah. And, uh, that's yeah. That's all I want to do, bro. Dude. Yeah, besides being a dad, being, being a dad is, is great too. Dude. Love that. But, uh, Dude, yeah, that's actually what I, I was going to, because I remember like, I, I listened to the the podcast with you guys on the sound that uh, the cast that ends creation and yeah, uh, shout out. Yeah, dude, dude, he's the best man. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, Chris. And like, I gotta listen to your interview with him. I haven't heard that one yet. Oh, dude, that one was so one it was it was so much fun, dude. Like we're all really dumb, so like it'll like hopefully yeah. you'll enjoy it. But like, oh, I'm sure. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's a wild wild guy. Yeah, yeah that, that music video that he put out recently is uh, is really fucking weird. <laughs> I know, dude. really fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, I love it. It's just like, yeah, I, I yeah, I guess that's yeah. Anyway. I know and he, he hits the nail on the head with weird for sure, man. It's fucking sick. Like, and, and you know, I, 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 sorry. I, I guess I, I, I remembered, uh, when, when I, when he, he did, you know, he interviewed sin on there on the cast. Oh, oh that's right. You just talked about that. Obviously. Um, you just referenced that. Sorry. It's all good. Um, but, 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 but during that, I was like, man, he, uh, the sound that creation kind of, there are parts that remind me of Mr. Bungle and he had never heard he never listened to Mr. Bungle, and it was so. Oh no way! Just it just surprised me so much. Not because like, dude, you've never heard, but it's just like <laughs> there, just because of like how, like he had never heard Mr. Bungle, but there were parts, and and even in that song that uh, you know the duck song they yeah. put out, no, it's not called that, but but like there are parts I'm like, oh wow, this is very Bungle. Part when you know when he's doing like the kind of weird like, like exactly. singing weird vocals. I'm just like, whoa, that's so Mr. Bungle. Yeah. Um, like I dude, yeah. that blows my mind. I'm surprised he's never heard of them. That's that's insane. Well, at, at that point he no, at that point he heard he oh, is, okay. He had, he had heard like many people mention them, but yeah, I don't think he had actually like listened to Mr. Bungle. Like wow. actually like listened. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So like yeah. Um but I'm I'm assuming he's he's heard them now, I hope. Yeah, right. Maybe I hope not. Maybe 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 that would spoil whatever uh thing he's got but in any event you listen to the thing and it's about having children oh yeah I was gonna, kid. yeah i was gonna say like <laughs> yeah, dude that's exactly what it was because like because i have a son myself and like and whenever like oh, yeah bro i yeah exactly and like whenever i hear anyone that's in like a like a band like this i'm always like oh dude they have a kid how is it to be like like i always want to know like how how it how is it dude like like i i love being a dad and it's fucking mind-blowing because i never thought like I ever wanted to be in when I became one. I was like, oh, dude, this is dope. Like, he's like my little best friend. So, like, yeah, dude, it's so. How how is being a father? Yeah, you you got you kind of hit the nail on the head. I didn't, you know, I never was like opposed to it, but like, I yeah, it was never something that I was 
I didn't, yeah, I didn't know exactly. I was going to be a father. And then I was just like, man, this is amazing. I mean, it's so her, Zinnia is uh, my daughter's name and she turned a year. Oh, that's a just cool a, name. Oh, thank you. Um, she turned a year on the 16th of June. And so she's a year old, but like, man, she's incredible. I fucking, I am obsessed with her. I never knew I could be obsessed with another human so much. Right. Like just, she's like, yeah, she's still like, my little person, man. She's so, and she's so cool. And she has such a cool personality at one year, one years old. Dude, dude and so, yeah oh, dude and like what i always tell people is like when they when they have a kid and like they're like that young i i always tell them like dude it just gets better because they they just like yeah. you of course like you're gonna miss like stages of their life of course but like mm-hmm. see like be them being able to like have a conversation with you and like like retort like certain things it's like what the fuck dude like this is beyond sick so dude yeah i oh yeah i'm oh, so stoked wait it's so she's sick. just starting to, to say words oh I, dude like like she's just starting i can say where is the you know where's elmo where's the stroller where's the slide she can fucking point to the things oh, and i'm just sick. like wow <laughs> yeah, so cool, yeah it's it, it really is man it's like yeah it's seeing this person how how old What's your son's name? Uh, my son's, uh, his name's Atticus. And Attic- Atticus, how old is he? Uh, he's six and he's turning seven this year. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah, Atticus. It, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Like, like I'm, I'm, I, I love, uh, it, it just, it's so much fun. And like, yeah, dude, I just, I, I've been, that, that was one question that I've been, I wanted to ask you just because it's, it's so fucking cool to like meet other people with kids because like all of my friends, none of them have it. So I'm just, I, I always want to know how how people feel about it and i mean i've never met a person that said like yeah fuck this like this shit sucks like that would be terrible I mean, that's a good yeah <laughs> that's a good thing yeah um, right? <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm kind of the same i don't really i don't have any close friends with kids exactly so i'm, I'm kind of in the same boat and my band members they're both like single guys like yeah, that's. I mean, that's basically why they both can't fucking make it tonight. They're both just like wild men. Um, <laughs> but uh, and that's cool. You know, that's great. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. And and but but you know, it really you, you'd think it would be more limiting. I mean, you know, it it, it does change your life. Of course, yeah. Definitely. There's a lot, a lot. You know, you definitely have to shift your priorities. But like, you can still do what you love. I yeah. Mean, uh, you know, providing that you know you're not experiencing like certain hardships or whatever, like, you know, all things equal. You can, you can still play and thin or sell damage or whatever. <laughs> Dude, exactly. Can, you know, do, do your thing and, and, and create a, a healthy environment for the, the little shit. And, uh, <laughs> and they can be your best friend. No, it's, it's really, it's really, man, it's, it's working out great. I have a, you know, I have a wonderful partner too, uh, that it's, it works out great. And, and um, and yeah, and uh, she's and and man, she loves music. She just oh sick. Yeah, she just she just throwing music. She starts dancing and she just taps her foot. She's just oh dude. Just is she's so musical already. She I got for her birthday. I got her this little like electric, you know, baby electric kit. It has a couple, you know, it, you, you turn it on and it has a couple little drums that light up and you hit it and it responds. And just, oh, that's you know, sick, dude. It's it's. it's I mean, I, I actually, I think I play it more than her. <laughs> uh, yeah, it comes, it's just, it's a fun little thing and she can hit it. It's, yeah, it's, and she, yeah, she loves, like, I have a, a guitar, you know, acoustic guitar and uh, she just loves when I, like, pull that out and she, you know, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. It's very fun to rewarding to see her, like, respond so much to music, too. Oh, dude, that's uh, so sick. Yeah, she's a little, she's very musical. 
fuck, dude. Oh, cool. that's that's so sick, dude. That, that's exactly what I I wanted to hear. And like, fuck, dude. That, I'm I'm so stoked on that. That is so fucking cool. Yeah. And so yeah, she'll uh, we'll we'll see we'll see as she gets into toddlerhood and beyond. <laughs> how, how you know? And then when she'll rebel and everything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She'll just be into like nothing but indie music and I hate I hate your music yeah. Ted yeah. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I'm like yeah I mean I know it sucks yeah. so and then, you're not the first person to tell me that and yeah exactly and then and then she'll be like oh fuck he knows it sucks okay well then now I like it like <laughs> <laughs> oh it's the reverse psychology exactly dude <laughs> fuck yeah dude but, uh, got it all figured out dude so I got two more questions for you yeah. Okay, so this one I like to ask everyone, and uh, it's it's kind of weird, but if your band was a TV show slash movie, what show or movie would it be? Oh my fucking god! A TV <laughs> slow shots. TV show slash movie. Oh yeah, like Our either band. or. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Probably. Huh. <laughs> TV show, TV show, show slash movie. Um, I'm gonna go with Escape from New York, the movie Escape from New York, because uh, yeah, it, you probably want to escape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, but you kind of can't like look away too. It's kind of like fascinating <laughs> in this awesome. like really scary grotesque way and <laughs> kind of entertaining sometimes there's entertaining parts but ultimately <laughs> you want to escape and you've you've been entertained but you're glad that you're out of new york and uh out of you know wherever everything's playing so yeah and also i love kurt russell He's good in that movie. dude that's that's amazing dude <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude and um the last one is uh, what has been like the best show you have ever played and what has been like the worst show you have ever played? Within or just like generally speaking? In general. Like go with your best one first oh, and wow. then, yeah, dude. So you can you can do some deep cuts uh, uh, and then do the worst last. I want to end with the worst. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to stick with thin because... I think that's the most relevant and that's, that's been my most satisfying. And you know, I just, to, just, to, just to say like Finn is really uh, where I feel like I've finally like been able to fully do what I want. Like, I, like oh, the members, like me and Fernando and Andrew click really well. Like it's just like, and, 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 you know, Fernando and Andrew, just a great rhythm section. I can put, I, and, and Andrew, the bass player, I can just play my bullshit and I don't even have to necessarily have it all together. I can say it's kind of like this. I'm not even hitting the same chords every time. It's just, and and he can get the feel and roll with it and he's, and he's totally fine with me being a fucking mess. Hell yeah. And so, so I'm going to stick with him because it really feels like it's it's something that I've I've uh, come to my own. And so, yeah, uh, the, the best show we've played, it's a really difficult one. I want to say... Um, you know, I'm going to go with, 
Fuck it. I'm going to go with, we played in Baltimore with Under the Pier. Oh, okay. Um, in the very end of 2019. Um, before they put out, you know, Puff Pieces, you know, their their LP or whatever. So, yeah. we, you know, and it's before we put out Dawn. So we were both like riding on our LPs, kind of like, still like, you know, not as, uh, I guess, uh, listen, listen to maybe okay. <laughs> by Makes people. Sense. Uh, both of us, but, 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 you know, we, we, we had mutual, you know, love for each other and respect. And so we just like, yeah, dude, let's, let's get thin up in Baltimore. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, we played the auto bar, uh, auto bar, yeah, but auto bar upstairs. And there's basically the main venue is downstairs. Oh, okay. And, uh, that's like, and so there was some, I can't, I don't fucking remember what band was playing a bigger, you know, bigger band. Uh, on a label or whatever, I was playing downstairs, and you know it's, that's the bigger venue. And upstairs is kind of small, and the stage, like right in front of the stage, there's like, like booths. What? And it's really strange. Like you can't, so you you can't re- like the crowd can't necessarily crowd around the stage. At, like they have to kind of like crowd around a booth, like these, <laughs> these weird, weird booths. So it's it's really strange, and so. And I'm like, oh, well, we'll see. And, you know, there weren't a ton of people at that point. And the first band played and uh, and then, like... But then, as the first band was playing, the show downstairs ended. And so all those people came upstairs. Oh, no and way. And then it was fucking packed. And then... Uh, yeah, and then, you know, we set up and it was just like, yeah, fucking people packed in the, the place. We we're at that point we were finally like hitting our groove with like just being well fucking rehearsed and just, you know, doing our thing. And, uh, it was, it was also cool because the very last song, uh, you know, we were, you know, we, we just said, you know, set, set felt good. Everybody, you know, the, the crowd response was great. It was, it was cool to like make a good impression with under the pier boys and just have a yeah. good time. And, and then, like, during the last song, because, again, there's fucking booths in front of us. <laughs> and, uh, and and so Andrew, our bass player, he's kind of a quieter guy. Um, you know, love him. I mean, he's, he's fucking great. He's, like, uh, not that, you know, I have great conversation with Andrew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's a, he's, a, he's a quieter one and kind of, like, under the radar sometimes. And so uh, the last song, and I'm just, like, you know, playing away and like going in my mind, I'm going 100 miles an hour, and I look up and Andrew jumps on one of the booths and just 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 like standing on one, and just like shredding and oh, just like sick. going fucking nuts. And I'm, I look up and like, and it, it totally throws me off for a second. I'm like, oh man! And then I, but I, but it was almost like I didn't, you know, I, I but I didn't miss a beat at the same time. So yeah. it's not like it's not like it messed me up. It just like it was like oh, I was shit. able to kind of I was able to simultaneously like process that he had just like just kind of like gone ape shit <laughs> in, a, in, in the, in the best way possible. And that I was still like able to like, you know, keep it together. And, you know, you know, 10 seconds later, the song ends. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. So, you know, and, and, the, and, you know, we've been lucky. We've been really lucky. We've had pretty much all great shows. I, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to lie. You know, we, you know, we had another house show in Philly, which was fucking amazing. We've had a lot of, a lot of, a lot of great, great great stuff and uh we had played another show with gift from god at uh, a bar called gold sounds and that was great crowd amazing that was really cool to be able to yeah and so the worst show for thin 
I don't know, man. That's really hard. Um, the worst <laughs> show. You know, it's... Worst show. You know, it's probably it's probably our first show. Oh. <laughs> and it's it's because, like... We played with our, our boy, Scott Moriarty, our recording guy, our, our recording engineer at Backroom Studios. His band, Organ Dealer, was on tour with Noisem. And so that was a fucking incredible like tour that came through. Yeah. And it came through this little bar in Brooklyn called El Cortez. And it was so poorly promoted. Like it was like the two of them and this other band, New Jersey called Concussion. So it was three bands and nobody else. And I barely, you know, so poorly promoted. And I remember I saw it and then hadn't played a show yet. And it was in June, June of 2019. And we had put out the LP of four, on 420. So we were still, we put out the LP, but we were still trying to practice it. I was still trying to get it all together. Yeah. And I saw this, still hadn't had an opening band booked. I'm like, dude. And I, and I hit up the promoter several times and he was very like non-responsive. And then finally, like a couple days before the show, he was like, hey, do you want to play? I'm like, no way. Yes. Yes. And, you know, it was with, bands i really love and respect and yeah it was a, it was the first time we played live and the first fucking note i was i decided not to play i have two guitars i have a green uh uh strat and a this like red one and i decided to play the red one because it's like as humbucker it's a little beefier oh okay i don't know why i usually play the i usually play the green one uh and and the first fucking hit I broke a string. Like, no way. And, dude. and I had, to, and I just fucking played kind of our music is so dissonant bullshit. Anyway, I played through the song. I didn't, you know, we didn't stop, but like pretty much immediately the string broke. I'm like, God, <laughs> dude, fucking damn it. You know, it's just like, <laughs> this is perfect. Like I'm already feeling insecure about this. You know, this is my new, you know, after the other band is no more this is the new thing. And we're trying, you know, we feel, you know, you just feel insecure. And it's like, fuck me <laughs> and you know and, and, but whatever the rest of the show was fine it was fine it wasn't bad it was just fine but you know we've been very lucky that that was the worst so far um, <laughs> so you far know, you know i played shows in high school where the fucking drummer literally forgot what the fuck we were doing and just oh, stopped and damn and like that's like oof yeah oof town yeah <laughs> but but like whatever man like that's, that's i consider that a learning experience yeah. Never play with that drummer again. Yeah. No, just like, <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm like 17. What do I care? Um, yeah. Dude. But yeah. That's it. Those dude, are the ones. Dude, no, like, that's perfect. Dude, and like, <laughs> dude, that's so awesome. And like, dude, thank you. Thank you for coming on. This has been super cool, dude. Like, uh, this is like, I've been wanting to talk to like, like, you for a while just because like your band's fucking awesome and it's it's been I, likewise brother likewise oh well thank you <laughs> well, uh, i want to i want to i want us to play together on either coast or in the midwest or somewhere we oh, gotta figure it out please please oh god like yeah. i oh i would oh, with, with 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 heavy heavy lolo oh dude let's oh. support them <laughs> dude no, like dude holy fuck that would be unreal <laughs> Robbie, if you're listening to this, make yeah. it happen, brother. Please, yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> but dude, oh, dude, fuck yes. Oh, I hope to fuck that happens. Like that would be so. That would be so much fun, man. 
Yeah, I could die very happy. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah Even yeah. happier. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Well, then, dude, again, thank you for coming on. And what I'm going to do is, like, say, like, a, a fake goodbye, and then I'm going to talk to you right after I end the recording. Sick. Okay, well, then, uh, thanks, dude, and I'll talk to you later. All right. Peace, brother. <laughs> Bye. Nice hey, talking hey, to you. The podcast ended. I, I know. I'm, I'm go- Oh. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, sorry. But, like, yes. The, this is over but it this oh man it was it was so fun that oh i i know i know i always say it's fun because it is i love talking to these people all the all everyone i've talked to it's just been such a oh i'm so excited but like i am so glad i was able to talk to ashley of thin like i've been wanting to talk to him like as as you've as, as you heard like for a while and if you haven't checked out thin yet please go check them out they're unreal god i, I love that band but like dude Ashley, thank you so much for coming on and thank you just for hanging out and talking everything with me. It was it was way too much fun. Oh man. And I I hope I hope one day that we can definitely play a show. That would be so fucking cool. But oh again, thank you for coming on. And and guess what? Hey, thank you for listening. Whoever's listening, thank you. And if this is your first time, thank you. And if this is your like a, a lot of time, thank you. I thank you no matter what because you're here and you're listening and it's fucking dope and oh man, I'm just so stoked on this. This was this was such a cool slash fun slash fun slash cool episode. So again, thank you for listening and guess what? I will talk to you on the next episode. Goodbye. <laughs>